rico pandemonium. Use my fangs to murder you. Soy la diosa, los demonios no me controlan. Soy culebra. What's up, everyone? This is 7 Octobers. Welcome to Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. This is season five, uh, episode three already. Um, and we have two dope guests again. Um, we have Kochi's uh, MC and the legendary The Architect. Uh, so without further ado, we'll get into it with them. Let me bring them here on the screen. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Hey, thank you guys for joining me again. Um, and uh, you guys are obviously both from the Bay Area. Um, thank you guys again for joining me. If you want to, like, for those who might not know who you are, you know, just if you want to introduce individually who you guys are and how you guys met and all that. Word. Well, I'm the architect, the Bay Area hip-hop producer. I've been around since, you know, the days of the beginning starts of Stone's Throw. You know, I've worked with the guys in hieroglyphics, um, Souls of Mischief, you know, Homeless Derelicts. I work with Dandy Animator through 75 Arc Records, putting out Encore, you know, up to date, you know, working with Cochise, obviously. Um, done some stuff with the guy Fahim. Um, man, you know, just rocking, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, and Cochise, what about yourself? Uh, Cochise MC. You know, you know, Bay Area rapper for about you know, about ten, fifteen years now. Yeah, worked with uh, worked with closely with the architect. Worked with a lot of lo-fi cats. You know, um, rap with uh, with a with a lot of underground rappers. Yeah, in the in, in the underground. That's dope. How, how did you guys like um, begin to collaborate? How did that happen? actually hit architect up and then we started linking up and then you know we just did a joint together after that it was kind of just done deal we started just rocking together yeah okay um and Cochise is one of my uh, yeah go ahead favorite MCs in the new era of MCs coming up so once we linked up you know what I'm saying it's just been natural yeah that's pretty dope um and Cochise obviously like I said you're you're well both of you guys are from the uh Bay Area but uh, for yourself, obviously, um, you have indigenous roots. Your name is part of it, too, as well. How does that uh, play into your music, or do, if any? Um, or what do you try to do as far as, like, you know, to represent uh, where you come from and all that? Uh, well, you know, being Navajo, growing up on the Navajo reservation, um, I was always surrounded by the culture. So I try and involve my culture into it as much as possible as far as the uh, um my first album was called The Waterhouse, and yeah. so try and get, I'm trying to get back more into it slowly but surely. Um, right now, I'm trying to just make a name for myself in the underground hip-hop scene, just strictly hip-hop, and yeah. then I'll kind of move on into the Native American aspect into it, because I, I am on a, like a lot of Native American rappers' albums and everything, too, so that's, dope. that's that helped out. And um, obviously, Architect, uh, like I say, you're a legend uh, in the hip-hop scene. And, you know, overall, you've been there from, like, almost the, the beginnings of it. Um, for you, like, what made you fall in love with, like, hip-hop? Oh, uh, man. You know, my father was a DJ. So, you know, I would see him doing his thing. Not really like a scratch DJ or anything like that, but just mm -hmm. DJing, mixing and blending and stuff. So I would hear all the music and stuff and, um, you know, just 
hearing how them records were flipped, just hearing the rhymes, you know. For me, hip-hop and all that, it started with, like, you know, the graffiti, you know, breakdancing. It was all of it combined, the whole culture, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I just gravitated morally to the DJ part, and then from there, I wanted to know how they was making the music that people were rapping on. So then I started getting more technical, learning about the samples and stuff. But really, it was the whole culture that brought me to it. Yeah. From the dancing, breakdancing with the homies, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm -hmm. trying to tag every little piece of it is what inspired me to be part of it. So, yeah. That's pretty dope. Uh, what about you, Coaches? What, what made you fall in love with hip-hop? I used to, when I was around like nine years old, I was living in um, Durango, Colorado at the time, and um, they would have like this, they had a college radio station, but they would have like a hip hop show every week, and um, it was at like 3 a.m. in the morning, so like I would just stay up just to listen to some hip hop because the radio's whack, so that was the only chance that I really had to actually mm -hmm. like listen to hip hop. So ever since then, it's just, I've just always listened to hip hop ever since then. Yeah. And just moving to the Bay Area, that's like when I was like, met like all the Zulu Nation cats, got down with the Zulu Nation. And, you know, I used to do graffiti as well. So it's always just been there, you know, yeah. around my face. Yeah. Um, and what, um, for you, like what keeps you like creative, like, or at least like, um, you know, trying to own your craft? Like, how do you do that? Um, just try to rap every day. Just try to rock every single day, you know, keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, and then Architect, obviously, like I said, you're like an OG in the game. Uh, you've collaborated with like, you know, well-known uh, hip hop artists. Uh, one to mention, uh, rest in peace to Coolio. Um, how how was that? Like, do you have like an uh, like an antidote or like any like story of like you working with him or who has been your favorite collaboration? Um, well, yeah, definitely RIP to Coolio. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I met him through... through his brother who brought me to LA to make beats you know for that situation or whatever mm -hmm. which was a long time ago it was like you know you just actually seen me make the beat in person and then brought me there because I knew how to make the beats right and yeah. then I made the beat for Coolio uh you know basically they had, had an apartment rented out where they would have everybody there just you know being creative and then from there they take it to the studio so you know that was a good experience the funny thing about that is that was the first time I used ultimate breaks and beats that Breakbeat Lou curated. And so, you know, yeah. it's interesting. You know, years later, I'm actually working with Breakbeat Lou to, um, you know, provide the musical, musical backdrop for the Souls of Mischief 30th anniversary tour. So, wow. you know, that, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Coolio actually gave me the record to sample. You know, at the time, I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with it. But so, you know, it's kind of a big, you know, 360 for me. Yeah, yeah, like a full circle moment. That's pretty cool. Um, and um, yeah, what about... Go ahead. No, I'm just saying shout okay. out to Breakbeat Luke. Okay, yeah, yeah, shout out to him. Um, and what about, like, what's ha what has been, like, a favorite, like, moment or memory um, being, like, you know, a producer that's, you know, worked with, like, some of the, some of the legends? Like, what's a moment for you or memory that stands out to you? Um... Uh man, let me think. There's so many. <laughs> There's so many. Um Yeah, I can't pinpoint that right at this second, but when yeah. I think of it I'll, I'll let you know. 
Okay. I can't pinpoint that right to say so many different things, but yeah. <laughs> uh, did uh, did any of you guys watch the the 50th you know uh, tribute that they did to hip hop yesterday at, at the Grammys? Did you guys watch it or not? I actually did. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Um, hey guys, I'm, I'm gonna move around. Okay. Listening to you. Okay. Cool. Yeah, my 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 um my good friend that I went to high school with, uh, Defy, he was actually there. So I watched it actually on his live stream. It was oh, actually wow. like three three o'clock in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's from uh he's like from New Mexico, right? Defy. Yeah, we're both from Shiprock. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's dope. Um. Yeah, I was like, I was really cool. I was watching. I didn't. I missed the the Grammys. I didn't even watch it, but I was watching on TikTok like the recaps of like you know the different parts because I guess it was like a pretty long one it was like all the way from like the beginnings of hip-hop all the way to like the most current so it was pretty cool to see that uh right. tribute so it was cool yeah even like Busta I saw his so it was like really cool I've, I heard he's like a great performer I've never seen him but he's like one of my bucket list artists that I want to see perform before before I die yeah, I've never had the pleasure to actually see him yeah live, <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah I heard that um Nobody ever wants to perform after him because he like just shuts down the show supposedly. <laughs> um, and talking about that, how you guys are obviously on uh, currently on tour, uh, you just you guys were just in Texas last week, and we were actually supposed to for those who are listening in and watching, we were supposed to meet last week, but you guys were on the road and some technical difficulties. But how how has it been on the road? Like, do you love being on tour? What's your favorite part? And what's something that you you know what, what do you dislike about being on tour? Uh, yeah, no, I like being on tour, like meeting everybody, seeing some fresh faces, and it just trips me out, like how, like going out there, people already knew, like some people knew who I was and everything, so that that just really, um, really cool. set the tone to actually, you know, like really let me know I'm doing something right, apparently. So that's that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. What about? Is there anything that you don't like about tour? <laughs> um. Depending like on the transportation or something, we had we had a long drive back, and driving back was like harder than actually getting there for sure. Yeah. What about any advice you have for artists? Because I know we always talk about it with our team too. We're actually going to be on tour soon too. Yeah. Um, but like, what's some of the things that you think some like an independent artist should prepare for if they're going on tour? Like any advice? Um. Just be ready. Like honestly, like there's like. <laughs> treat it like a job like and just be ready for it as like an opportunity don't like see it as opportunity rather than anything because that's really what it is exactly um and what are your um what are your next tour dates uh where are you going to be at next um we're going to be in reno and then we have one in oakland and then yeah, all we'll of- be in reno this friday uh february 10th and then we'll be in oakland uh, February 11th. Oh, nice. Okay. Are you guys just trying to do more like on the West Coast? Or are you guys doing any like, you know, like uh, mid Midwest or any East Coast shows? Uh, well, we just came back from Texas. So we did three out there. Okay. We did San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas. Okay. Um, yeah, we're definitely trying to get to Atlanta. There's some, you know, talks about doing some stuff in Atlanta, New York. Um, once again, like I said, after these shows, I'm going to be hitting the road with Souls of Mischief. So, okay, um, you know, so when I get back, we're going to pick back up with the Sensory Overload Tour. And, you know, in the in-between time, me and Coach Reese going to be dropping some goodies on them, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
and obviously I have to ask this because it's it's a hip hop and horror, but we'll move on to the horror in a little bit. For hip hop, uh, what are some of your top favorite like hip hop albums or like top five MCs on your guys' list? Um, you know, I would say that Diamond D, Psychotic Neurotics, or uh, Stunts, Bunts, and Hip Hop, that was one of my faves. That shit was fire. Okay. I mean, I've always loved the the, the 36 Chambers album, so that's also Classic. one of my, one of my yeah. all-time favorites. What about Illmatic, any... Always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about any OGs from the Bay Area? <laughs> Too short. Too short. Absolutely. Yeah, Too shout short. out to Too Short. Um, you know I mean? so, Mighty Souls of Mischief, High Row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all got bangers. Yeah. Jacka. Gotta love the Jacka. Yep. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hieroglyphs, yeah, they're dope. Yeah. Um, and what about, uh, like, what are your thoughts right now on, like, the, the state of hip-hop? Obviously, like you guys mentioned, uh, you guys are working a lot right now, especially, like, in the underground scene. I think I feel like there's a crossover already uh, with, like, the underground and the mainstream. I don't even like to call it underground. I like to call it more, like, uh, independent scene. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on, like, how it is? Anybody that you knew that you're listening to or, like, you know, have an eye on? Hip-hop's actually getting, like, to the point where it's actually in a really good state. It hasn't been in this state in a long time. It's actually getting really better. Yeah. Uh, I've just been listening to, like, a lot of, like, a lot of new rappers. And that's, if you notice, if you listen to the Coaches and Friends album, it's filled with nothing but new rappers. So it's people that I listen to, people that I, like, you know, that I listen to personally. Yeah. What about you, Architect? Yeah, I think it's in a good spot. I think, like, it's so much music out there and with the internet, you kind of just self-select whatever it is you're into. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of just finding the people who are on your vibe or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're looking for music, finding stuff you like, but everything's there. Yeah. There used to be a time where you'd be like, yo, I can't find something that I'm feeling, but I, (laughs) I don't see that happening now. You can find anything. That's true. Somebody's doing it, and it's out there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's so much music coming out every day, and like new artists, or just even artists that are that are out there, but you just need to discover. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, and any advice you would give any like independent artist who's trying to you know um, build a career out of their music or whatever creative outlet? I'd say just keep rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, understand it's it's a slow grind and everything's not always a platinum, you know, out the gate or whatever it is that you're looking for. It may not always happen right away. So you got to stick with it. Just like everything else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, There's uh, no cheat code, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Treat it like a job, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw, like, uh, I'm a huge, like, R.J. Payne fan. Shout out to R.J. Payne. Um, and he posted something about, like, uh, what you just said, Coach. He's like, like, you wake up every morning to go to your job that you hate, but you're not willing to put, like, the same effort into, like, what you love. So it's like, you either want it or you don't. Um, right. Um, and obviously, you guys mentioned a little bit, you guys are both uh, a little bit of horror fans like myself. So I kind of wanted to ask you guys, like, uh, what what's your favorite, like, maybe top five horror movies for each of you guys? Uh, well, I would have to say, you know, um, one of my favorite horror movies is not exactly a horror movie. Is There Will Be Blood. 
Okay. It is a horror movie if you really look at it. You know what I mean? I like The Shining. That was pretty cool. Um, with Scatman in it. I like that. Um, damn, it's slipping my mind, man. Another one that's not really a horror movie, but it's kind of cre- uh, uh, kind of creepy is Blade Runner. But, okay. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Not Blade Runner. I meant to say Apocalypse Now. Okay. It's not a horror movie, right? But it's definitely horror. But it has happening. some elements, yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, what's that, three? Uh, I was like, the Howling keeps coming to mind, but I think I like okay. American Werewolf in London more. Yes, yep. that's my fa- one of my favorites. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And saw one. I was just rewatching that one. I actually, I I feel like I appreciate it more now, like the saw one, because I always didn't like that one that much. But then I, I just I was just rewatching the series, just like literally yesterday. I just finished the last one. Oh, um, you watched them all? Yeah, I rewatched them all. <laughs> There's like seven. Yeah, I thought of them. it was whack at the yeah. last ones because like the last ones was hella weak because it's like yo, it wasn't about killing people and like the last ones they were just killing people without you know. Mm-hmm. Without no real, um, you know, without no real, like reason. Like, it was or... deeper in the other ones. Like they just started killing people. I mean, man, I didn't see the very last one, but yeah, yeah. yeah there was the last one, and then there was what, like, I guess considered like a spinoff of it with with Chris Rock, the Spiral one, and that one was just like uh, I didn't like it, but right. Uh, but yeah, like, I agree. Hey, new Candyman, I like Candyman too. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gotta love him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you watch the new one? Or just the... I did watch the new one. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it, it but good. obviously the OG one is the best one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt like they turned, they did pull the plot in. They could yeah. have just went left field and just started from scratch. You know, they like to do that sometimes. Yeah. They did still bring, you know, because I always wonder what happened to the kid, right? Exactly. Yeah, so that was interesting. An interesting take on it, but we'll see. Maybe they'll make another one. Who knows? Yeah, you know. Yeah. What about you, Coaches? Um, Dawn of the Dead, the original. Okay, yeah. Um, like we were talking about the Void. Yeah. Um, I was always like a fan, just like, like werewolves in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anything werewolf, I'm down with it. Um, Same. <laughs> let's see. Uh, so many of them, like uh, like a lot of like cosmic horror, cosmic horror movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're the second one that said. I forgot. I think who who did I ask? I think it might have been it might have been Chino XL who said that, or somebody else said it. But like, uh, we brought up like uh, Mandy, and then what's the the one that's kind of more cosmic? That was like Color of Space or something, or something like that. Oh yeah, the Color of Space with um, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, the colors. Cool. It was like yeah. it's very Lovecraftian. Yes, yeah, yeah, and even the the colors that they played with were really cool. Like, I, honestly, I didn't like the film of my myself. I didn't really like it that much, but I loved like the the colors and the cinematography. Yeah, of how they mm-hmm. did it. Same thing for like Mandy. I loved. Um, Mandy was good. Yeah, and the I think, yeah, that and then the that huge like bee thing. I had to like Google it to see if it existed because <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And it actually does. I was like, oh, that's creepy. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, and then what else in that movie? Like, I don't know. I I feel like that was Nicolas Cage's like perfect role because he's always like super crazy, and so he got to like just be himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that was a good film. Um. And then I I what I liked about it too that stood out for me, um, it was just like a random sample or like uh they played a Cielito Lindo, which is like a Mexican song, which was just random. Oh, okay. It was like during a fight scene or something. That was so weird. Um. <laughs> 
but yeah yeah you guys named some of mine too like obviously i'm a like a jason Voorhees fan so like i don't feel like the movies are the best but i just grew up watching them so like that's like holds a special place for me and then uh, yeah. yeah hereditary yeah yeah frankenstein back here because i feel like you know the genre was kind of created by a woman because mary shelley was like one of the first who like created like monsters so it was kind of cool uh, Chucky. Chucky, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a legend. <laughs> Have you guys watched the show? Yeah. Yeah, Red, Red Man. Red Man. Yeah, yeah. Red Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bright of Chucky. I just yeah, rewatched that one. That was just savage. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I remember when that one came out. Um, at first, I was like, oh, man. Because I, I think he had taken like a hiatus because. Child's Play 3 had come out, like, I think late 90s or something. And then in the 2000s when they brought him back. And I was excited. But then I saw it. I was like, it was all right. But then now that I watch it back, it's like a classic. Oh, yeah. It's just straight crazy. Yo, Jeepers Creepers was tight as hell, too. Jeepers Creepers was great. Yes. That was one of the best new age uh, monsters, I think, that they came up with in a while. Yeah. I just watched, uh, I watched yesterday, actually, was um, American Psycho. Okay. Yes. Nice. That one's still like, what's your guy? What's your guys' take on that one? Like the end, because that one's always a, a, a left for interpretation. Like, do you feel like he was he actually killed before? Or do you think he was just crazy and he just imagined it all? I think he actually did kill people, but not how he imagined it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm still like, I sometimes I think about. It, I'm like, did he or not? <laughs> I think I, I don't think he killed anybody. I think it was just the idea. Mm. That's what, you know, corporate business mindset is. That's true. In this world we live in. You know, I think that's what it was. He didn't actually have to kill people, but that's the, you know, dominant society's outtake and on life. I yeah. was just thinking about this yeah, yesterday. He wasn't hurting. He was rich. He was fine. He was financially good. You know, he just had to and continue to go for the blood in order to keep his... You know. Everybody that he killed, like they all, like if you look at all women in his group, they all look the same. So he probably got really confused and everything. Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if you think about it, like metaphorically, yeah, you you sometimes like pe- some of these people kill metaphorically people to like get to the top of the ladder, right? So it might, it, yeah, it could have been just all in his head. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a good film too. Um, I was just watching actually right now. I was watching the Cloverfield, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. I don't know if you guys watch like some of those yeah, films. Yeah. John Goodman. Yes, yeah. That was cool. I like that one. Yeah, I, I feel it wasn't really like a Cloverfield film until like the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to learn more about those. Like, I feel like they should make more because I think they did one on Netflix and it was it like tanked. Uh, it was actually a pretty good one. Actually, I really? watched it. Okay, yeah, I have to watch it because I heard bad reviews, so I didn't watch it. It ties into the very first Cloverfield at the very in the very beginning. It shows okay. exactly they open up a portal and whatever mm. is coming through that portal actually is the beginning is the monster in Cloverfield. Oh shit. Okay. I'll watch it. Cause I, I kept hearing bad reviews. So I was like, ah, I'm just like, not going to watch it, <laughs> but I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. Cause I love like the, the original, the Cloverfield. Oh yeah. That was like one of the first like, um, handy cam movies. Like that was like really found big footage. box office. Yeah. yeah found footage movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of found footage VHS. That's a great movie. Okay. I have to watch the first one. I've only watched like one of the, you know the sequels that came out. I forgot which right. one I watched. I forget who who did the soundtrack on the third one. It was like an underground hip hop producer, though. 
Oh shit, okay. I have to check them out. What about uh, Terrifier? Have you guys watched any of those? I have not. If you guys like gore, you guys will dig it. If not, you probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it takes it back a little bit. I like it because of the practical effects and stuff like that. It's like an independent horror film too, so it's cool. Yeah, I definitely I'm aware of it, but I've just never actually sat down and watched it. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird, but um, yeah, I recommend it if you're into that stuff though, because I know a lot of either some people either love it or hate it just because of the of the overload on gore. <laughs> Right, and it's like really You're honestly. Seen, um, go ahead. Manhunter is Man. like connected to uh, yes for Hannibal, right? I should have said that is one of my top favorites is Manhunter and uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Oh Red Dragon. yeah. Uh, you, know, uh, you know what I'm talking Hannibal about? Hannibal Lecter. Yep. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter. That's like his original story, but but the movies is mad old, so it's kind of crazy that 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 little storyline had been floating around for so long. Since right. The 70s, you know, because the. Uh, uh, what's it what's it called? Uh, Lambs, Silence of the Lambs. Whatever the movie is, that that came in the nineties. But them, yeah, Silence of the Lambs. But those movies, Man Manhunter and uh, I don't know if Red Dragon, but I know Manhunter is like from the seventies, so it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, I love those. Like that's probably one of my favorite subgenres is like the serial killer uh, subgenre. Like the Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorites. Did you guys ever watch the TV show, the Hannibal show? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It was really good. You guys should definitely watch it. If you guys are like a fan of that series, it like ties everything in. It, it's kind of closer to the books, actually, because in Silence of the Lambs, um, Jodie Foster's character doesn't exist. It's actually Will Graham is the main character. So and she I think she got created. Her character got created for the movie. But it the actual series uh, follows the actual book, I think. Nice. Yeah. So it's pretty good. And it's if you you love you love uh, since you're a chef. Uh, coaches, you'll you'll dig it because like the it was known for like the food how they did it and stuff like that it was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Like right, obviously he like cooks the people, but it looks like pretty good. I was like, oh shit, this looks pretty pretty good. <laughs> I was just watching that movie um the other day, um Scanners. You know, what okay. I'm saying? Oh, Scanners was fire. Yeah. yeah, the exploding scene, head exploding scene is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, what's that actor's name? I forget. He's like super like good at being a villain. I forget his name. Uh, who else? What else? Reanimator was fired too. Oh Animators yeah. Fire. Yeah, I just got into that one because I I would always hear about it, but I just never watched it. And then I got to watching it. I watched like the sequel too. Was it Bright Bright of the Reanimator or something? Mm, okay. I feel like that was more of like a spinoff or something. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah but it was the same character, the same actress. I think came out in it. I want to oh, say. Okay. I think. And the same actor too. The main actor, he for sure came back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, what other ones? I'm trying to think of any other ones. Um, what I mean, about like the Halloween movies? What was think? my favorite. <laughs> I mean, I'm well. Me personally, it doesn't. A lot of it just it's it, it's a uh, it, it just wasn't my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm my yeah my my top like favorites is for sure like Jason. Even though they're like shitty movies, but I don't know. I just love them. And then like Ghostface, like Scream, and like okay. Freddy, the Nightmare on obviously Nightmare on Elm Street ones. I will say this though, the Rob Zombie remake of Halloween was fire. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, um, I'm a big um, Evil Dead fan, Army of Darkness. I just like Bruce Campbell in general. Oh yeah, same here. 
I saw I saw him not that long ago actually uh, at the Comic Con. He was like out there promoting for Doctor Strange because you know how S- Sam Raimi was directing that yeah. one. So he was out there, and then obviously he made his cameo. Um, and he was right there, so I was like, I got to like film him pretty close up. But he was like getting interviewed. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Evil Dead. I'm a favorite one. Like I don't know if you see it in the background, but I have the the remake from the Evil Dead uh, Mia, where okay. she's coming out of the the basement. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the Evil Dead. It's funny. Um, I did a record where I sampled a lot of the Evil Dead during the record. You know what I mean? Oh, that's dope. Hell yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch the series, like the Ash vs. Evil Dead? I actually did. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. This was the original movie. Okay. Okay, you have to watch it. Obviously, Bruce Campbell comes back out in it. But, I, yeah, it, that's a good, it was a good series. It was funny. Is the hand still running around in the new version? Uh, part, uh, actually, there might be one. I think there's one episode, but no, not really. <laughs> there's only one episode, I think. You know what movie? Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Super Fire. I just remembered Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that and that one took away from Evil Dead. Obviously, that's where it got inspiration because like the whole cabin yeah. in the woods. Yeah, and it's got every everybody in it, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, that, one, that one was a good one. Oh, <laughs> the, I got all those in one movie. Yeah, yeah. It has the people are in the movie with Evil Dead people. Well, no, it's yeah. like it's kind of like a. I guess it's like a homage to it, but it also has all these monsters like. In it, it's got yeah. Werewolves, it's got like, it's got the it balloon, it's got everything giant, like, old creatures <laughs> and everything. The merman, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always get the to mermaid. <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty much, yeah, like, I don't want to give it away, but it has to do with like some sort of experiment type of thing. And it's pretty much like these people are betting that all these different monsters, like, these people are going to get killed by these monsters. And then one of us, one of them says, like, I want to have this person get killed by a merman or something like that. And he gets karma. <laughs> so wait, where, where where is this at? Is this on TV or something? No, no it's, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. It's, I was actually really impressed when I saw it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to um, that. that sounds crazy. Was it Chris Hemsworth or who's who? I forget. One of the brothers is in there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the guy that plays Thor. Um, and then I forgot who else. Like some of the other actors you'll probably recognize, but I can't remember their names on the top of my head right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that sounds crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other ones that I've seen recently. Um, um Cube? Oh yeah. Cube is fire. That's another one that's like pre saw, so like a lot of these yeah. you know. Mm. They must have checked that out. Did you ever see that movie on the Netflix um The Platform? Oh I just watched that like a couple months that ago. That shit, and that's another one like kind of like that one's probably like inspired by Saw for sure because yeah, yeah that one's a good one yep I know I was like man what would I do in that situation like you yeah, know like, crazy. It's like 500 levels of uh, like it goes like 500 levels down or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah you should check that one that, that shit G that one's that one's actually really good yeah I'm gonna have to peep that out that sounds crazy I they just like, show about it like, oh really that. Called, like it's a, uh, Ramsey the platform, and it's like three tiers of uh, like kitchens. Like top tier is like a very high end kitchen. The middle tier is like a home kitchen, and the bottom is just a basement. Uh-huh. So it's like, and it's just like the platform where all the food that you get starts at the top, and then uh-huh. by the time it gets to the bottom, like you have like bare minimum, so it's like you get disadvantaged and everything. Oh, Ooh. that's interesting. 
I have to check that out. Uh, the one I recently watched too that I was surprised uh, was talking about Chucky was Megan. Um, I was actually surprised that I I'm liked it more than that, I thought. Right. Yeah. I've been seeing that little commercial. That's crazy. Was it good? <laughs> it was actually good. I, th- I was I was low key hating on it because I'm like a Chucky fan. I'm like, oh, they're trying to rip off, but it was better than the Chucky remake for sure. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about Hereditary? I love it. I don't know if you see in the background. Uh, I have the pay, King Payment back there. Or here, yeah. let me see if I can grab it. But yeah, Hereditary is <laughs> one of my favorites, like of, of all time, because that that one's just an amazing movie. Oh yeah, I yeah I love that movie. I feel like it's it wasn't even scary. Like obviously it had like some stuff that like was kind of scary, but for me it was more like the the fact that like the story of it like how it lingers because yeah. like you've pretty much never finished knowing like someone like your fa- you're even your own family member right. was, like it was kind of creepy I mean, midsummer was all was also fire oh yeah yeah i feel like i loved hereditary more though uh yeah definitely Midsummer just... was kind of drawn out exactly yeah it took too long to get started yeah yeah, there's like there's a lot of good movies out there. Kind of like you guys talking about like music. I feel like with horror too. Like right now, I think it's like having its like moment right now. It's like resurgence of like good good films that Did we're getting. Uh, the Lodge. Yes, yeah. I I feel like it was slow paced, but it was it was, it was yeah. But it, was, it was like a slow burner. The Lodge, right? Yeah, The Lodge. And honestly, I forgot what happens at the end. I know it's like the girl is like, was she's like babysitting the kids, right, or something? Or yeah, she's babysitting the kids, and the kids start playing pranks on her and make them make her believe that they're stuck in purgatory, so they can't die. <laughs> and then she ends oh, up just killing good. everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Okay. <laughs> That's how you solved the problem, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just like when the prank goes wrong. Uh... <laughs> um... that's about <laughs> seriously right like how gullible people are uh what was the other one uh the most recent one that's come out too it's knock at the cabin the uh new m night Shyamalan movie i just watched it too i don't know if you guys seen the previews for it i haven't i watched i watched his tv show though the um yeah tv show that was pretty good okay um, yeah i think i remember but i don't know if i ever watched it was it like an anthology type of show no. or no, no, it was a what you call it was it's just a show, but it's it was by M Night Shyamalan and his and his daughter. Okay. And oh, here we go. The thing that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The the practical effects too on that one. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the '80s, like that's why I'm like, I don't know how some of these people can't make like realistic practical effects, and back then they didn't really have anything. So. And you know, I'm a big like. um Ridley Scott fan too, so Alien. Oh yeah, whole... Alien's one of my favorites. Me too. Yeah. Aliens number the number two one is my favorite. That's definitely the illest one. I, I like Prometheus. Me, me personally. Yeah, I, yeah, the newer ones yeah. are cool. Yeah, that Prometheus is really dope. Um, yeah. yeah, I just saw that um, Ridley Scott was like, uh, I guess they're promoting the new Samsung uh, S twenty three or whatever phone that's coming out. And supposedly he used the the um, the phone to film like a short film. So I was like, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, he used they the have... phone to do what again? He did a short film using the cell phone, like to promote the oh, wow. the release of it. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> what was that? 
Yeah, like the connections up. Um, mm, no worries. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm always like, of course, predator. I'm always like a big predator. I'm, I'm a big oh, alien yeah. versus predator fan. Me too. Yeah, any like sci-fi stuff is pretty dope to me too. Right. They live too. I don't know if you guys ever yeah. watched that one. Roddy. Yeah, like that's right. I think one of my favorite top films just in general, like because yeah. how it's still relevant today. Oh yeah, definitely. like John Carpenter. Any anything John Carpenter does is pretty much like my favorite. Mm. Uh, Wes Craven, I mean, obviously Scream. I'm a big like Stephen King fan and everything too. So oh yeah, yeah, you know Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Silver the OG. Bullet. Yep, Silver Bullet. Oh yeah, yeah, Corey Haim. Uh, what's the other one? There's another one. Sleepwalkers. I feel like that one gets slept on, but I love that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, did you ever watch that that Netflix TV show, um, Midnight Mass? Yes, I love that show. Fire. Yes, yeah, it was really dope. Like anything that guy does, I forget his name, Michael something. Um, he does like the ha- haunting of of what's it called Hill House or whatever, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and Bly Manor. All of those he's done. So yeah, he's really dope. Yeah. Yeah, they have that, like yes. I want to see that one like um Guillermo del Toro like anthology TV oh, show yeah. that he's yeah the what's it called Cabinet of Curiosities that yeah, came out yeah I feel like it started out strong I was telling my friend like it started out strong like the first maybe three four episodes and then I feel like it kind of went like down I think they made them too long because I feel like oh, the, like my favorite were like the first four I think like for sure the one at the morgue. Uh, oh, okay. The one, the first one too. The what's it? The the locker, whatever that the storage locker. Um, and then the girl too with the with the make or like not the makeup, but like when she gets like the whole makeover or whatever. That one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the big giant rat. I forget. I think those were like the first four or something. <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of like Graveyard Shift. I don't know if you guys, if you're a Stephen King fan. Um, I, I don't remember that one. That was like I think it's nineties and the guy that voices Chucky, Brad Jeriff, is in it and it's like in a mining shaft type of thing and they there's like this big giant rat pretty much that's killing off all these people. It's pretty good. Mm. Like cheesy but good. That sounds, that sounds kinda of familiar. Yeah, yeah. It was like I think nineties for sure. Yeah, I, I kinda remember that. Yeah. Yo, uh, I was trying to remember this one. I think it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which one? I like the '90s version. I don't. Know. I think yeah. it's like, yeah, Body yeah, I'm thinking about probably the '70s version. Okay. I, not, I don't really remember it that clear. I just remember that my memory is that shit was scary as hell. <laughs> I just don't remember exactly what happened in the movie, but I do remember that shit was scary. Yeah. That particular movie. So I think like webs coming out of people's mouths or something mm-hmm. like that. It was pretty ill. For yeah. The time, you know. Yeah, and then they like scream or something when they see you or whatever to like alert yeah, the others. Yeah, they make that screaming noise. <laughs> Yeah, even the oh, black yeah. and white version was actually pretty good. I watched it was like they were in pods though instead of like webs. That was a good one. Um, yeah, all these sci-fi. I feel like we're we all like the sci-fi stuff. <laughs> I got one. Uh, Human centipede. I oh, still man. haven't watched that one. I I refuse to watch that one just because I heard it's like pretty. Yeah, I think pretty you bad. should not watch it. <laughs> my homie just right here. My homie just reminded me of it, and I was like, "Oh man, I actually wasn't trying to remember that." <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. Oh god! Isn't there? How many are there? Like two? Three. Two. Oh shit! <laughs> one is enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one like how they had a budget to do two more. I don't even know. Does it's it get worse? Wild. 
You know what the second one is about, right? Like the plot of it. No. Ah man, I only got through the one. That was plenty of centipede human for me, man. Oh, wow. the, dude, the dude in so the second one is about the dude. He actually saw the movie The Human Centipede, and then he just goes to do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, well, the first one is that they just did it. Yeah. Somebody did it. was doing it. Yeah, somebody was doing it. And then the second one is the dude saw a movie about that, then he decided to go do it. Uh, he saw the actual first movie, and then he just go went to go do it. <laughs> and what about the third one? I don't know. I just, it's like a survivor two, or something. I, I, two, I was kind of like, I draw the line here. New text message from Melissa. Adams. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> that's like, you, have you ever seen the movie Tusk? It's almost like that. No, I still I gotta watch that one. And we were, I was just talking about the last that that on the last episode how Justin Long always like ends up dying in most of his films, <laughs> like Jeepers Creepers. I think Drag Me to Hell we were talking about is the only one he didn't die, and I forgot what other one because he just uh, if you guys watch Barbarian, same thing. Haven't watched it. Yeah, sorry for killing it for you guys, but it, I mean he never survived. So <laughs> did you did you see that indie film that came out like a couple years ago? I think it's called Monster Hunter. The Monster Hunter. Um... Oh wait, is that the one with the with the girl from Resident Evil? No, no, it's just like it's like an indie short. It's not a short film. Uh -huh. It's like an indie film, and they're not scared to show monsters. Like it's it's about a dude like back in the day, like in the medieval times, that would just go and get paid to kill monsters and shit. Oh no, I need it. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't sound familiar. Send it to me because I've never seen it. It sounds it sounds interesting. It's fire, like because like he kills like vampires and all this other shit, but like. There's this one. The movie's about like this one thing that killed his uh, his daughter. Uh huh. So he's trying to find that monster, and then that monster is just like crazy. It's like, you know, he gets his head chopped off, and he's like still his head's like rolling around and shit like by itself. Like it's just crazy. Oh shit! When uh, when did that one come out? A couple years back. Okay. You said Monster Hunters? Yeah. No, it's called Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Okay, I have to check it out. Yeah, send it to me because I, I don't think it sounds interesting, but I've, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Okay. Because cool. I I was watching uh, I I had like a Shutter subscription for a minute, so I was watching nothing but horror movies. Oh shit! Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what else? Yeah, that, I mean, we have there's a lot of dope shit out there right now. I'm trying to think of anything that I've seen. I saw like a it's like by a Mexican. Um, director it was called like mal de ojo which is like evil eye is what it's called in the, in english but it was pretty interesting it was about like witches back in like the day and like the premise is like these these this family goes back to visit um their grandmother in mexico and it's like they start having all these type of visions like one, the little girl is like has cancer or something and they're trying to figure out like some sort of like cure and so um, I think they make some sort of pact or something with some witches to, like, save her life. And it's, like, some cultish, like, witch stuff. You ever seen that movie? It's a Mexican movie, um, Kronos? Yes. That was Guillermo, one of Guillermo's first movies, right, I think? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good one, like a, the, like a vampire. Yep. Um, Dust Till Dawn? Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what's uh, What other... Um, what are the type of like films you guys like? Obviously, you guys mentioned like uh, kind of like thrillers, right? Like um, any other like genres? I just like mindfuck movies. Okay, <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay. like you know, every now and then, you know, what I'm saying, I like I watch some historical dramas and shit, and just see just peep the lies real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, have you guys, have you seen um, Mind Hunters? I think it's like a two thousands or something with like El Cool J, Val Kilmer. No. Okay, yeah. If you guys, if you like like those type of like psychological stuff and things, you'll probably like it. It's like another one, kind of like trying to guess who the killer is. Okay, like Seven. Seven's a great one. Yeah, that's another oh. one of my favorites. Let's see. Uh, it was on the tip of my tongue. Have you Game seen Green. Event Horizon? Event Horizon is fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the like science fiction horror. When they get that right, I like that. I got a book for you, Architect. What about In the Mouth of Madness, talking about Sam O'Neill? Have you guys watched that one? Mm-hmm. In the Mouth of Madness. Jacob's like, Ladder? Yeah. Yeah, that one's a crazy Jacob's one, too. Ladder. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you ever seen that movie Daybreakers? Yeah, that yeah, was a good one. I watched that the other day. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I think it's like one of the like the most recent like vampire films too. That's really good. Um, what's the one where they're up uh, where they're up in Alaska? That was an ill vampire movie too. Where the, oh, the lights oh, went out and all that. 30, 30 days a night. Yeah, thirty days mm-hmm. a night. That was fire. Yeah, that was super fire. Yeah, I feel yeah like the sequel sucked, but the the first one was like the best. Right. Yeah. Comic book is 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 amazing too. Which one? The comic book for uh Thirty Days a Night. Oh really? It's like I haven't. Graphic, it's a graphic novel. Okay. What about like Hellraiser? Do you guys fuck with that one? I like the first one. That's my favorite one. Is the first one. Yeah, I like yeah. the Hellraisers. Yeah. yeah. I like like the mythology. Some wild dudes. Yeah. Centurions. Yeah. Oh, the, like the, the Cenobites and stuff. Yeah. The oh, Cenobites. Sorry. Yeah, the Cenobites. <laughs> God, I feel like Event Horizon lightweight, like a Hellraiser movie. Yeah, yeah. It was like they were opening up those same type of you know entities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dimensions or whatever. Yep. Because they was going up in the black hole or whatever, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anything like Lovecraftian type of stuff. Like I think you mentioned that coach. He's like, I love those type of movies because it's just like fucking weird. Right. Yeah, like that scene in the in the Mouth of Madness. I don't know if you remember the scene where it's like they're driving on the road and it just they keep going around pretty much in circles. And then there's this kid that's like in a bike. That always creeped me out. The scene where they're in the bike, they hit him and then they get off and it's like an old man on the bike. It's creepy. Yeah, that's just crazy. I was like, that's why I don't like driving at night when I see like a bicyclist. I'm like, I'm good. Hard <laughs> <laughs> life after that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we're already at 46 minutes here, but uh, I wanted to also ask you guys, um, as far as like your guys' legacy, obviously, architect, you're like, you know, head of the game and stuff like that. You've been doing it for a long time, but what kind of like legacy would you guys like to leave behind uh, creatively or, or personally? Um, just trying to leave a legacy down just for like my um, for my culture for my children and of course for like you know just my 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 family families that I've created and stuff like that you know yeah a little bit of generational wealth as well if I can dope what about you architect you know just my art you know one thing I do love about the internet is I could 
I don't have any roadblocks to put any of my stuff out so I could just have my music, my art out there in all kinds of different ways, not even just music. Like, yeah. you know, from clothes I design or, you know, if I drew a painting, anything I do, I can have it out there and um, people can access it even when I'm gone. So that's kind of what I'm, that's my legacy. That's dope. in the music and all the different art pieces that you'll be able to Google it some kind of way eventually, right? Yeah. Find like, it. So that's, that's what it is for me. Cool. Yeah. Like your art will outlive you pretty much. Um, Absolutely. And uh, what's like one thing for each of you like that hip hop has allowed you to do or that you're grateful for that maybe you wouldn't have had the, the chance to do if it wasn't for hip hop? I've made lifelong friends. Yeah, I would say making lifelong friends. That's the mm -hmm. best it's done for me. Yep. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, it connected us, which, you know, we're like we're on different sides of, uh, I mean, we're not that far from each other, but still, like, you know, like we would have never probably connected if it wasn't for like our love for like the music and uh, the movies too. Uh, and I'm grateful for having you guys both on uh, today. Uh, you know, I appreciate you guys for taking the time and, you know, like just, just chatting it up and talking about hip hop and horror, which is, is two things that I love. Um, and before we get out of here, I know we mentioned you guys are on tour and all that. Um, anything uh, that you guys want to promote or any like projects that maybe you guys are collaborating on with that, you know, you guys want to shout out? Um, yeah, the Herd Coaches and Friends Volume One definitely check that out. That's a, I feel like that's like a one of the better albums that actually came out because it's just more, more or less like a compilation with all just my friends. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. definitely check that out. Um, yep, uh, you can hit my Bandcamp. I got um different cassettes and projects out with different people, including Coaches. Um, you can hit it at the Architect Beat Show at Bandcamp. And, you know, copy cassette for novelty purposes, you know, your Walkman or whatever. And you can get the uh, digital downloads there, too. Cool. All right, yeah, and I'll share, like, the links and stuff like that to your guys' stuff. Um, I think it's, like, cutting off on this side. Like, I'm trying to show your guys your album, Kochi's, uh, the one that you mentioned right now. But I think it's, like, cutting off. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, you know, mention all that in the description. Thank you guys again. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys to talk to you guys soon. And hopefully maybe we'll meet up sometime. Since we're not that far away from each other, maybe I'll have to hit up one of your guys' shows and all that. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you guys and have a great rest of your day. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Peace. 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 All right, uh, that was Coachie's MC, uh, MC and the legendary architect. Um, thank both of them for being on today. If you dug this episode, go ahead and subscribe, you know, like, share, any of that stuff, comment. Um, uh, you appreciate that. It helps my channel to grow. Um, if you want to comment too, like um, there's my Instagram, 7Octobers, or any of my social platforms, I'm under 7Octobers. Um, you can comment who you would like to see. Uh, I'm trying to get like really dope guests uh, this season. Um, and as you saw, we already had another great uh, set of dope guests. So thank you guys and hope you guys tune into the next one. Peace.